it is time to check in with John Brennan. Yeah. All through the political machinations of the uh, election campaign, we checked in on each Friday with John, just talking about what happened to the campaign. So we thought we should do one more Friday. Now that we've had a few days for the results of Monday's election to sink in, I think there's lots to sink our teeth into for today. John, welcome back to the show. Great to have you here. Hi, Jaylen. It's great to be with you. Okay, it's been a few days, uh, of course, since uh, the results came in. Uh, where's your head at with it all? <laughs> in the words of Sir John A. Macdonald, an election is like a horse race. You can tell more about it the next day. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> wow. So, so, what, so when, when you talk about the next day, you can tell more about it. What are you telling us? Well, you know, on election night, when the returns are coming in fast and furious, it's hard to really get a grip on the overall result. But then when you spend some time in the days following looking at the results, you can really start to see a pattern. Mm. And one of the things that the three of us talked about over the course of the last month was the polling. And the polling was very consistent mm -hmm. during the campaign, showing the UCP with a lead, and with that huge lead in rural, small town, small city, Alberta. And sure enough, on election night, you know, the UCP got about 63% of the vote outside of Edmonton and Calgary and held on to 37 out of the 41 ridings. You know, the, the NDP did well in Calgary, um, you know, picking up 11 additional seats for a total of 14. And there was a number of close races which could have gone either way but they didn't win enough seats in Calgary to prevail. And, you know, the other thing that the three of us talked about a few times over the last month, and to the point where it actually became a running uh, gag on social media, and that was the donut around Edmonton. Mm -hmm. You know, the seven suburban ridings around Edmonton. And I said on this program that for the NDP to win the election, they had to win the majority of those seats. They are able to hold St. Albert and win back Sherwood Park. But in the end, they weren't able to take uh, Strathcona, Sherwood Park, and Warrenville, St. Albert. They came close, but, you know, close only counts in horseshoes. <laughs> and, and hand grenades. You know, <laughs> and ridings like uh, Fort Saskatchewan, Vegreville, the Duke yep. Beaumont, and Spruce Grove, Stony Plain, in the end, weren't close. Uh, the UCP held, held on to those. So, you know, the overall results show me that the Conservatives remain extremely strong in rural, small town, small city, Alberta. And that's not just provincially, it's also federally as well. The NDP remains very strong in Edmonton. You know, they took 62% of the vote in Edmonton, winning all 20 seats. And in Calgary, it's almost a dead heat now, mm -hmm. you know, with the NDP taking 49% of the vote and 14 seats, and the UCP 48% of the vote and 12 seats. So, you know, that's there you have it. You know, the, the the blue wall held for the United Conservative Party outside of Edmonton and Calgary. Um, they prevailed, taking 37 of those seats, and they hung on to 14 in Calgary. And essentially, there's their majority government. John, you know, you talked about the polls. Those are snapshots in time in the moment. The election in and of itself is a snapshot in time, obviously, with a lot more ramification and consequence. But now we, we look ahead and we try to figure out, you know, it, it's almost irrelevant if, if the NDP and the UCP were, were fairly evenly split in Calgary right now because the situation in four years could be entirely different. That's right, Daryl. You know, this election was the NDP's 
best chance to defeat the United Conservative Party when they're only facing one conservative party. Mm -hmm. You know, the circumstances could never have been better for the NDP. The UCP had an unpopular leader. The UCP government had had a great deal of difficulty in its four-year term, especially during the pandemic. And, you know, so there was a lot of issues. There was a lot of Albertans who were disgruntled with the UCP. But at the end of the day, those people tended to be concentrated in the two big cities. You know, when you look at the results outside of Edmonton and Calgary, the United Conservative Party held those seats with strong majorities. So, you know, the province, as others have said, is very deeply divided on rural-urban lines, particularly between the two big cities and rural small-town Alberta. Let's look forward, John, and, uh, you know, we're waiting to see what uh, Premier Smith's cabinet will look like. She has fewer uh, folks to choose from this go-round, 47 members. We know that uh, she lost eight cabinet ministers on election night. A number of them didn't get their seats. A number of them didn't run again. Um, How do you see this shaping up, and and what challenges uh, does uh, the Premier face? Well, the biggest challenge, of course, is she has no representation from Edmonton. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's been talked about a lot in the last two or three days. Um, the cabinet is ob- obviously going to be comprised of a lot of MLAs from rural Alberta, where they have 37 of the 49 seats, but also from Calgary. And you'll recall, you know, when uh, Jason Kenney was the premier, that was very much a Calgary-dominated government, a Calgary-dominated cabinet. It won't be as much so this time, because... You know, they only have 12 seats in Calgary. Uh, The majority of their seats are outside of uh, the two big cities. So it's going to be a rural-dominated government and Calgary-dominated government. And, you know, with the contretemps that uh, Daniel Smith got herself into with her interview with Shea Ganim the other day, she's going to have to find some way to, um, to make some outreach to Edmonton. And, of course... The best way of doing that is establishing a really good rapport and a really good working relationship with the mayor of Edmonton. Uh, yeah, and the mayor's already stepped up and said, you know, we, we have people who want to talk to you. It, it is interesting that since she said that on Shea Ganim's show uh, earlier this week on Tuesday, uh, it, it seemed like that might have been more of amusing. Maybe I'll have some of these. This sounds like a good idea. But the premier's office has since said now in the following days that there are no such plans at this point. It's up in the air. They'll try to figure out how best to get representation. So yeah, this could be another one of those moments where she's, she's, uh, she's pondering possibilities, but saying it out loud. You're right, Daryl. I think she was just musing about something and, and blurted it out without thinking about it. And you're, absolutely, and you're absolutely right that they're now walking that back. The uh, Premier's press secretary, Becca Pollock, put out a statement yesterday saying that uh, the Premier looks forward to working with the Mayor and City Council and to hearing any good ideas that come from the elected representatives from Edmonton, which, of course, would be the 20 NDP MLAs from Edmonton. What I see, you know, just in practical terms, the smartest thing that Premier Smith and her office can do is to set up a really good working relationship with Mayor Sohi. Because after all, at the end of the day, the only elected official that is, re- that is elected by all Edmontonians is the mayor of Edmonton. And so it's up to the mayor to be diplomatic in his dealings with the provincial government. Don't criticize them at every turn. 
establish a good, solid working relationship with a premier and her office and uh, work to try to get things done for the betterment of Edmontonians. Well, yeah. here's hoping that uh, that uh, meeting with her or a meeting with her comes sooner rather than later, unlike uh, when she became leader, what, six months ago? <laughs> that, that's right. And, you know, the way things work in the real world, what the mayor's office has to do working with the premier's office is to establish a good working relationship yeah. between the political staffs of the two offices so there's always a good line of communications between the two and you know they should get together at the earliest opportunity to work on things that they jointly agree on that they want to work on and you know i think it's incumbent too on mayor sohi to quit putting out a huge long laundry list of things that he wants the provincial government to fund mm. and instead focus on the two or three things that are most the most important things to Edmonton and to work with the provincial government on those. And, you know, I think everybody agrees that the issues of crime and social disorder, you know, downtown, mm-hmm. in the inner city, in northeast Edmonton, those are the issues that need to be addressed. And they all involve issues of providing homeless people with housing, the whole issue around uh, mental health and uh, substance abuse. And those are all provincial issues, housing and health. And it would, it would be good for Premier Smith to get off on the right foot with Edmonton to really focus on this, those issues to see what they can do to, to address them. Yeah, and they both need to get on the same street. Two-way street and they should both, <laughs> for the betterment of the city. Hey, John, it's been great fun uh, chatting politics with you for the last five weeks yeah. or so. I uh, really appreciate you jumping in on each Friday. Yeah, thank you so much, John. We really appreciate it. It's been great talking with both of you during the campaign. Thank you so much. Let's do it again soon. Hopefully Thanks, not another Jay. election soon, but let's talk again soon. <laughs> Thanks, Jaylen. Yeah, Thanks, take Carol. care. All right, John Brennan, uh, just uh, great uh, with his insight over the past number of weeks. Love time with John. And you know what makes really, really great points? Um, there, there has to be a better working relationship yes. between the city of Edmonton and, and, and the province. And a couple of texts are coming in saying, hey, you know what? But, uh, you know, uh, city council hates the UCP. I mean, I think it goes both ways. Let's be real. I mean, um, we know that Amarjeet Sohi was a liberal. We know how Premier Smith also feels about the liberals in Ottawa. Everyone has to grow up here. Yeah. Everyone has to grow up here and work together for uh, the best of, of all, and that's representing all Albertans. That's what's supposed to happen. Come on. Yep. Let's do it. And as my friends on Letter Kenny would say, pitter-patter. Let's Just go. get at her. Get at her. <laughs>